Welcome to the morning devotional. This is Pastor Sam, and I hope you're keeping your eyes on Jesus. Today we're going to be looking at Revelation chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. And it says, To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, The one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven golden lampstands, says this, I know your deeds and your toil and perseverance, and that you cannot tolerate evil men, and you put to test those who call themselves apostles, and they are not, and you found them to be false, and you have uh, perseverance, and have endured for my name's sake, and have not grown weary, but I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Therefore, remember from where you have fallen, and repent, and do the deeds You did it first, or else I am coming to you, and will remove your lampstand out of the place unless you repent. Yet you do have, yet this you do have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Today we see here the church in Ephesus, and this is an interesting church because it has both a a commendation and a condemnation at the same time. And this is a great reminder for us as Christians that though we have something right, though we are doing good things, though uh, we, we may have got some things figured out in the Christian life, there is always more to work on. We should be constantly pursuing to know Christ and to know Him more. And we see here the start is the commendation for the church in Ephesus. It says, I know your deeds and your toil and perseverance that you cannot tolerate evil men. You put to test those who call themselves apostles, and they are not, and you found them to be false. And you have perseverance and have endured for my name's sake and have not grown weary." And this is really the, the great works of the church of Ephesus is, first of all, that they are workers. They, they toil, uh, and Christ knows their deeds. They actually have deeds to be known. And this is something that, that we need to remember on a uh, daily basis, that, that we are to, to be toiling for God. Today, as, as we go and we uh, live our life for Christ and we wake up and perhaps we're going to work, perhaps we're, uh, we're, we're going to go visit some family, or I'm not sure what, what you have going on for the docket today, but the question is, is, do you have deeds that Christ can see? Are you toiling for Christ today? And then we see what, how were they toiling, in what way were they toiling? Well, they put those to test uh, who called themselves apostles. Uh, they, uh, and, and they proved them to be false, and they, they persevered, and they endured, and they haven't grown weary. But, but we see here that they went and, and they held up good doctrine. As Christians, we, we need to hold up good doctrine in our life on, on a daily basis. We need to strive for this good doctrine. We need to lay hold of this good doctrine, and we need to, we need to practice it in our life and to call out false teaching and to expose that false teaching. It also says that they have perseverance and they have endured. Do we have patience in the Christian life? Or are we steadfast in the Christian life? 
are we still holding true to the truth that we find in the Bible? Or have we started to wane from that truth? Have we started to move from that truth? Or are we gripping it, holding fast to that truth? Then it says, and you've not grown weary. You know, the Christian life can can be one that, that brings weariness into it. It can be one that is is tedious. It can be one that that wears Christians down. But yet we find that we're we're not to be worn down. We find that we are to not grow weary, just as the church in Ephesus. This is a commendation. These are good things that Christ is saying. But then Christ has a condemnation for them. Not just a commendation, but a condemnation. He has something against them. It says, but this I have against you, you have left your first love. You know, I think of uh, tomorrow being Valentine's Day. Love is, is on the mind. We, we think of love and uh, we think of that. And of course, we think of love mostly as a horizontal thing, whether it's a, a brotherly love, a friendly love, or whether it's a, uh, a, a romantic love for your spouse but we see here a different kind of love. A love that each one of us needs to have and, and remember, and that is one for Christ. This Valentine's Day and this Valentine's week, as we stop and we think about it and we consider it, often we think of, do we love our spouse right? But the real question is, one that we need to go and ask ourselves, and this is one that everyone should ask themselves, is do we love God right? Do we love Jesus Christ right? You know, there are many things that we can fall in love with. The church in Ephesus, it seems as though they've left their first love for a different love. They, they love service rather than God. Now, service is great. Each one of us needs service in our life. We should be serving the Lord. We should be serving the Lord on a daily basis. But we need to love God first. Our service needs to come from a love for God, not a love for service itself. We cannot leave that first love. We ought to go and to dive into the Bible, read in, read the Bible, be daily in the Word. But not because we simply, it's simply a habit. It should become a habit in our life. But it should be because we're seeking to know Christ, to know Him more. That we should be pursuing that first love in our life. Not just first, as in when we became a Christian, what we first learned to love who we first loved, but also a first priority. Jesus doesn't take second place. He will not take second place in any man's life. He will either be first or he will be last. We may think that we put him in second place, but in reality, he is far from you. If he is in second place in your life, he must be in first place. But he continues on. He says, therefore, remember from where you have fallen and repent. Do the deeds you did at first. Or else I am coming to you and will remove your lampstand out of the place unless you repent. We see that it's not a cute thing when somebody loses their first love. But it is a serious thing. It's something that Jesus calls them to repent of. And as Christians, we ought to live in a repentance culture. One that is seeking to repent. When we read God's word, we ought to be looking and saying, how can I repent today? What do I need to repent of? How can I become more Christ-like? He does give them another commendation. He says in verse 6, 
Yet this you do have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Now, there is some disagreement on, on what the Nicolaitans, uh, what their, their problem was, whether it was uh, a group that followed Nicholas or whether it comes from the Hebrew word uh, that means to eat. But nonetheless, the Nicolaitans, it seems very clear that they were lawless in their deeds. They were lawless, whether they, uh, they chose to, uh, to eat meat constantly that was sacrificed to idols and offend uh, the weaker brethren and, and live their life just seeking themselves, or whether they uh, were those who, who followed Nicholas, who ended up going and in, uh, in, uh, becoming an apostate and, and hating the, the love feast and in, in whatever whatever it might have been in their life, the question or, or the reality is is that they were lawless. They, they they didn't follow Christ. So when it comes to this idea of of loving Christ, Christ is clear that he's not saying that the alternative to loving him is to obey him, is to obey his laws, to obey his commands. In fact, Jesus says the opposite. He says, if you love me, Keep my commandments. That's what he says in John 14, 15. God doesn't pit law and love or his commands, his moral law and love against one another. But rather what, what he pits against it is what we are seeking first in our life, our motivation. Why are we doing these things? So today I just want to conclude by asking you, why? Are you doing deeds for Christ? If you're not doing deeds for Christ, you need to start today. Hopefully you've enjoyed the morning devotional. Keep your eyes on Jesus.